With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. This week, our guest is Australian spin bowler, Nathan Lyon. Is it true that you were made to watch it like the next day? You had to watch that whole thing back? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, JL <laughs> said, oh, we're, well, we had a couple of beers at the end of that game and um, a few of us sat down in the uh, restaurant at, just at the hotel and had a meal, meal and a few beers and had a message come around saying, I think it was eight o'clock coffee, team walking coffee. And I don't drink coffee. So I'm like, why do I have to? <laughs> Come for a walk and go for a coffee. Surely I can have a sleep in. (laughs) (coughs) Anyway, so we got downstairs, walked, uh, and about to walk out, and then they said, Oh, no, we're going upstairs first. And went up there, and our analyst is there with a bloody big projector and big screen, and it's got the last (laughs) 10 overs. Oh, my God. It's it's funny because, like, purely by like coincidence, someone sent us a, like, it was almost, it wasn't a meme, but it was like a don't forget the day after they, the the Ashes, they had to go and watch this. It's Headingley, right? Yeah. Yeah. The day after Headingley, the boys had to go and watch the 10 overs. And I just saw it and I was like, get out of here. That is crazy. What was it like? Were you, were, you, were you dirty having to do that? Or was it like, well, this is kind of what it's about? Or <laughs> I was it reliving that so close to the event? Uh, I was filthy. Yeah. I was absolutely filthy because yeah. just got through the night, um, having a couple of beers, trying to forget about it, yeah. laying, laying in bed and staring at the roof, thinking about your mistake and all that stuff. And then the next morning <laughs> we go downstairs and we got to When your anxiety's it. at its highest. <laughs> yeah. like, it's on the test docker, the first one, and I look absolutely filthy on... On camera, like put on, <laughs> hat on, just shake my head, like not engaging in any conversations. Yeah. And, but to be honest with you, I think that was probably the best thing JL did as as coach, especially for me at that, mm. that stage, was to actually go through it and talk about it. But then the way Payne took control of that, his team right then, even after that test match, I think was uh, probably up there with the best leadership I've seen. He came across as a real alpha in that test doco, yeah. especially after that loss. Just basically, if my memory serves me, you've just been like, stick to the plan. Like, stick Painty. to what got us here. Yeah, painy. Yeah. And then you come out and rip them rip them apart in that next test. Before, would that have been the fourth test? Yeah, Manchester, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Paney, I don't know. I'm happy to say Paney's probably the best skipper I've played under. Okay. And that's not saying that Michael Clark and Steve Smith... Pat Cullens aren't great captains. I feel like Paney, he was never the the big dog in the team. He's never going to be the best player in the team. Mm. When you got the likes of Pat, you got Michael Clark, you got Steve Smith, or whoever it may be. Ricky, Threat, yeah, Punter, Huss. Like we sit here all day yeah. talk about. It. He was never going to be the top dog. So he kind of realised that, and he was like, right, okay, now nah, I am the captain of this team, and this is the way we're going to go about it. So <clears throat> I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to sit here and say he was the best captain I've played under. There you go. Wow. 
Wow. There you go. Listen to All Talk on SEN with Hello Sport, and we're talking to Nathan Lyon. Now, Nathan, how do you reflect on the the saga in South Africa and, and everything after it? Do you do you look back and just go, that was a wild time in my life, or are you just glad that it's in the revision mirror? Oh, I think, yeah, well, I'm glad, glad it's in the revision mirror. <laughs> There's no point, <laughs> yeah. no point hiding me on that, but uh, you look back and you go... Shit, what was what was happening? Like that was a wild time. That's mm. that's one thing, one way. But I think we went through it. We've learnt from it, and I think we're. I think Australian cricket's in a better place now for it. If I'm being honest with mm. you, I think I think we probably went through a stage as Australian cricket team where we got quite arrogant in in the way we were playing it, playing the game of cricket, and that's not Australia in my eyes. Um, I feel like Australia plays extremely confidently and etc but it's not we're not arrogant so I feel like having that mishap being able to learn through it go through it go through the public shame and all all that but to rebuild the Australian cricket team and make Australian fans proud of Australian cricket team again I think that was that was actually one hell of a journey to be on and I'm so proud that I was able to ride that whole wave and, and with all the other boys and and make Australian cricket so proud again and go over to the Ashes over into to, uh, 19 and then come back here and, I don't know, just play the brand of cricket that we've been able to play. It's been pretty pretty special. What do you think about Stuart Broad saying that 19 <laughs> series doesn't count because of COVID? <laughs> That's <laughs> just a wind-up show. <laughs> what a load of crap. That is. <laughs> what a load of shit. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I don't understand what they're complaining about. They're, they're out of the English winter yeah. here in Australia. Yeah, okay, COVID wasn't great, but we're out there playing a game that we love. Like, there's a lot of people doing a lot worse than what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. And for him to come out and say that, I'm total bullshit, to yeah. be honest. Was it the Home Ashes series after when you boy, we, you were celebrating in Tassie and there was that video where the <laughs> – what was that like? We, I remember seeing that video and being like, I'm embarrassed of my own country. When the, when, when the, when the boys are ripping up. on the roof and it's like, nah, get inside. And you guys are like, oh. Even, and you had there were a couple of the English boys with you as well. It was a pretty interesting story. Um, so we, were, we didn't get back to the hotel until 1 o'clock. So it wasn't like we finished the game at 5 p.m. and we are drinking until sun, sunrise. Yeah. Yeah, we got back to the hotel around 1 o'clock as a day-night game. And was just sitting down there and seeing with COVID stuff, they weren't allowed in our change room. So we were at the same hotel. That was the only place where we could have beers and have a chat. And, mm. and like, I played grade cricket with Joe Root both before he played international cricket back mm. 13, 14 years ago. So oh, I've really? known him for a long time. Right. And uh, anyway, so we were all sitting inside um, down in Hobart and one of the staff started, the English started having a... Cigar. The hotel managers kicked off that we're going to set the fire alarm off uh, and all that and stuff. And it was like Jimmy Anderson myself said, "Look, no stress. We'll just go outside. Like we'll turn the music right down. We'll go outside mm. and just finish the six beers or twelve beers and what we had left. To then we'll go go to bed. Yeah. See the sunrise and we'll go to bed type thing. Mm. And they're like, "Nah, we're calling the cops." And we're like, "Nah, it's all right. Don't 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 need to call the cops. It's <laughs> to- totally fine." <laughs> anyway, so we didn't think anything of it. So we just walked outside. Grabbed their little speaker in the SQ and went outside. There was Alex Carey, Travis Head, myself, Jimmy Anderson, Stuart, Stuart Broad, Joe Root, and a few other players just left. Next minute, look at look over our shoulder and we've got five coppers <laughs> standing there. Were they embarrassed? Were they like, "Sorry, guys, we realise what's going on"? Or were they? Do they like? They're like serious in that situation. No, no, they were pretty. 
apologetic with it all, but the staff member who lit the cigar was still carrying on like a pork chop, so yeah. they got a little bit, a little bit more, that. yeah. Was, it, was he lighting a cigar inside? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, I mean... Yeah, 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 we get, <laughs> we get it. We're like, I'm happy to have beers, but don't smoke inside when there's 500 people in the yeah. hotel room. And it was an English guy? Yeah, Cigars usually reserved for the winners as well. I don't know if that's yeah. a player. Like. <laughs> well, listen, yeah, historically, yeah. Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's reserved for the champions, 4-0. Yeah, exactly. 